Welcome to Tackless Radio. Well, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Tackless Radio, and it is I, Be Bad, your host. And let's go ahead and get into shit I saw for the week, where I grab something ridiculously crazy out there on the social media streets, and I bring it back here to discuss with you all. So we're going to go over to TikTok, because that's my favorite place to be. And we're going to get into a TikTok video from All Things Villa. This is the voiceover audio. Okay, I don't want to hear that shit, bitch. I just said it. So that's the audio clip. The caption to the audio and her being interrupted while getting ready and throwing an attitude back. The caption reads... When your man think he gets a pass talking to you crazy because he's from up north and they're just in quotations, naturally aggressive. For context, this beautiful woman is from Texas. So what the video is getting at is that she's dating someone from up north. They call us Yankees. She's dating a Yankee and he's aggressive. Apparently, that's probably what attracted him to her, but he's aggressively disrespectful in this instance and now she has to be aggressively disrespectful back because she assumes that his aggressiveness comes from the fact that he's from up north because southern men would never southern men don't talk to women like that that's a up north thing that's a yankee thing where y'all just talk to everyone including women crazy because y'all are just what she puts in her captions and quotations naturally aggressive now I thought this shit was hilarious me being from Chicago myself because I'm from the land of light-skinned killers I'm from the land of pretty boy pew pews these niggas got green eyes and gats so I have never really been one and I think it's you know a conversation for another time but I've never been one to associate someone's skin color first off to if they are or aren't aggressive but I know that we but I know that the stereotype is the darker the skin male or woman the more aggressive but being a Yankee myself and this ties into the crazy ass weekend I just had in New York. Being from the North myself, I am very accustomed to disrespectful men who will clap back like a bitch. I am very accustomed to men who will call you out of your name and talk about your eyebrows and talk about your weave and talk about your shoes. Like they are catty and they yap back like a little like a little chihuahua. I'm, a, I'm accustomed to that. I, I've seen it. And what's so interesting is that I was in New York and I saw it even more. And I was just like, oh, good thing I'm from Chicago and I got a mouth on me. So I know how to hold my own. I know how to protect myself. But these niggas are so aggressive, more so in New York. I feel like New York niggas are aggressive 
as a lot of northern men are but in a different kind of way the type of way that if they were to pull a lot of that shit to women in chicago they would have gotten shot for the simple fact that they are so handsy like me and my girlfriend were getting yoked up by niggas like getting grabbed the moment we entered the moment we left the bathroom chicago niggas will grab you but it's a little bit more subtle they like to do that whole hold your waist when you walk by them they like to do that whole grab your little fingertips when you walk by to get your attention new york niggas shake you by the shoulder and be like look at me bitch uh, uh, uh. the audacity you didn't ask me my name you didn't buy me no drink you didn't pay for the entry you don't got nothing on the coat check and you think you get to touch me uh the audacity apparently my girlfriend's from new york so she was like very accustomed to it because she was just like she laughed giggled and like kept kept it pushing but i was like you fucking touch me again and i'm gonna have to see your ass outside with security i'm looking at her like you're not gonna say nothing and i understand we as women unfortunately don't get to stand up for ourselves because men are so emotional and men do not regulate themselves emotionally well that even though I'm the one being accosted I'm the one being disrespected I'm the one being physically disrupted and touched I have to be cautious on how I respond to these males because they don't know how to emotionally regulate because they think the only emotion acceptable for any and everything is anger even if against a woman who you disrespected so i this this little tiktok video really hit me because i was like i know how chicago niggas are a, de a decent amount of them are bitch made so i already know i already know how it is but the new york niggas y'all a little feisty too Baby, it really must be a Yankee thing. And that is so unfortunate. Okay, so apparently I'm not done talking about little amazing incidents from my New York weekend. Because while I was out, one of the things that I absolutely loved that I guess I, 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 I guess I really didn't realize this would be something that I would enjoy or just something that I was missing. But to hear hip hop in the club in New York, to like specifically hear New York artists in New York or just to hear hip hop in New York and see how everybody's energy reacts to it is a completely different vibe. 10 out of 10 really added to my experience. But what also added to my experience was understanding the diversity of New York through its club scene. So there's a lot of people who are from the islands. There's a, so many people who are from different Caribbean backgrounds, from different places in the world, just from different places in the country. Because of course, there's a lot of transplants who come to New York. But getting to hear different types of music throughout the night was also really great. Something that I, I don't I don't think I noticed until I was out in other cities. That when I'm at home, yeah, we hear Chicago-oriented artists, but a lot of that stuff is going to be hip-hop and rap. 
But to go from like hip hop to rap to bounce to like merengue to some like Afro beats to doing a little bit of salsa to salvamente. It was bomb, really. So I, along with my girlfriend, shout out to Blue Hair Yogi. Hey, Ashley. And I also want to give a shout out to my girlfriend, Connie. It was also my girlfriend, Connie's birthday. So I got to take her lovely ass out and celebrate her for turning Jesus 33. So I want to just give a shout out to my girls. Hello, Ash. Hello, Connie. Thank you so much for being amazing hosts while I was in New York acting an ass. So as I was out, me and my girlfriend got real close with the DJ and he just started playing a whole lot of bounce music. And there was one artist that we came across and my girlfriend shazammed it so quick while I was throwing that ass because I was like, this shit is <laughs> this shit is fire. This shit is amazing. I love me something to throw this ass to. So once my girlfriend shazammed it, I was like, bitch, send that over to me. So so song of the week is going to this beautiful New Orleans artist by the name of Rhea Brady. And the song is called Candy. Okay. Okay. Yay. your tactless take for the week and I want to leave you all with something that many academics professors educators a lot of people who are in the DEI space or people who are in abolitionist space people who are in the critical race theory space and the concept that I want to share with you all or just the statement that I want to say is that no one knows you better than the group, the people, the person that you oppress. And I feel that we, for the most part, can get behind that statement. Like we understand what that means. And if you don't understand what that means, what that essentially, what that statement is essentially saying is that the people who have to endure your wrath, the people who have to mold themselves around your every move for their protection, the people who have to camouflage into spaces to make your life easier, they know you like the back of their hand. For instance, black people know white people like the back of their hand. We've had to for survival. 
we've had to understand white people jokes and white people culture and white people history. Yes, it was forced upon us, but we also had to understand nonverbal cues. We've had to understand their language. We've had to understand how to mask and hide for survival. We know things about white people that white people don't know about themselves because we've had to be in their proximity and we've had to figure out how to minimize the violence when doing so. So I say that because a perspective that I want to add to this, one that I one that I don't think we think about a lot, is that women know men better than men know themselves. Keeping to the statement that nobody knows you better than the person you oppress. And this thought came to me because I, of course, have male friends that I speak to, male colleagues that I speak to, and a lot of you all are very open and honest about your deepest, darkest secrets online. So we learn from that as well. And one of the things that is so interesting to me is that men really feel as if women do not understand them or know them or understand what they go through or who they are as individuals. And baby, let me be the first one to let you know that you all are for the most part so simple that it that it's not that difficult to figure you out because a lot of you all haven't progressed emotionally, mentally, spiritually that you wouldn't be any different than an 11 year old in a lot of aspects of your lives. And of course, I'm only talking to a particular type of male, which is majority of them. But it's interesting that men feel as if women don't understand them because women have had to figure out for generations how to live with men who do not know how to emotionally regulate themselves, who will not listen to criticism unless given by another man, we've had to figure out how to operate in those spaces all of our lives. And that's because we understand what we're dealing with, men. (laughs) So we know you all very well, despite the fact that you all don't think that we do. And this is what I want to share about men that maybe they don't know about themselves, but something that women know very, very, very well, which is why men should listen to women when women talk about their experiences with men, because y'all not dating them motherfuckers. We are. So we would know them better than you would in many aspects. One of the things I want to share about males that males probably do not know about other males or just have not really thought about is that your homies lie to you too. They lie to the bitches, but they also lie to you. And uh, I guess a lot of men just assume because they're friends or they're day ones that like that they have fostered a space where men could be their full authentic selves amongst one another. And I want to let you all know now that I have seen it is a very toxic space. So y'all don't do a lot of fostering of anything. So when your homie tells you things like, yeah, these women agreed to this type of treatment. 
Yeah, these women will do what I tell them to do and they're okay with that. When he is telling you that, he's lying because th- that, that's not what's happening with the women that he is encountering. He is lying to these women. He is tricking these women. These women did not sign up for this type of experience, this type of deal, for these type of situations. These women were led astray. But men don't want to look like pieces of shit. So they lie to the women and then they turn around and absolve themselves from being able to have to take any accountability about their shitty behavior. So they lie to their homies too. Now, it's weird to me because I don't understand why you would lie to your homie. Like, it's really weird that y'all don't, you're, that you all are not open and honest with your mans like you should be. Because because where in life are you your real self? That's how I know some of y'all hate yourselves. Because you lie to the women you're with physically, sexually. Like you are with these women open. They know where you live. They could give you an STD. You can get caught up with a baby. And you are leaving yourself wide open with these women. And you lie to them. And then you open up your heart to your homies. You open up your mental space to your homie. You emotionally open up to your homies. But you lie to them too. That's how I know some of y'all don't love yourselves. But men, I'm here to let you know now that your homies are saying one thing to the bitches and they coming back and telling you something different. They are not as open and honest with you all as you all think. And I'm also going to let you all know that you're not fostering a space where these men can be their open, authentic selves. And maybe they shouldn't be able to be their open, authentic selves because they know that if they actually told their homies that they were a full-blown piece of shit, maybe their homies would make them be accountable for their bullshit. Maybe some men understand that they are within a group of good men, even though they are not a good man, but they want the privileges that come with being around good men. They want the image of seeming like a good man by being around actual good men. So they lie to these good men about all the formidable, outstanding things that they do with their relationships when that's not true. Because when women see the piece of shit and then we look at his circle, we assume All y'all are pieces of shit because the same way y'all tell us birds with feather flock together. So if your homie ain't shit, I'm going to assume that all of y'all ain't shit, but you will lie to yourself about being a good person. And you'll lie to everybody else about how good of a person you are. And then when women are open and honest and we talk about our experiences because they are vastly different from the lies that your homie said, of course you want to believe your homie. And you look at us as if we are the liars from the pits of hell. But like I said in the beginning of all of this, nobody knows you better than the one you oppress. So maybe you all should listen to women. Maybe you should listen to your homie's ex when she talks about how he ain't shit and all the horrible things that he did. If you're a man with some type of standard with the individuals that you keep around yourself, then you should check your motherfucking man instead of not believing the women when they talk about how horrible of a person he is because the same way he would lie to someone that he sleeps with every night, the same way he would lie to someone he had a child with the same way he would lie to someone he put a ring on their finger with. Why the fuck do you think that what he told you was the whole truth and nothing but the truth? Please, please. 
Be fucking for real, okay? When women share their stories, I need you all to put your fucking listening ears on. And if you actually care about women, when they share their stories about how horrible that homie is, I need you to either hold him accountable or move his ass around. Because if you don't, it'll get back to the ladies. And we know who to avoid next. <laughs>